0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the combo system, a question and answer session that followed that talk actually about the combo system. I wanted to get the combo system video out. If you haven't seen that yet, go to my YouTube channel. It's one of the most recent videos. You're going to want to watch that if you're playing the demo because it does change the combat significantly. Every video you're going to see while this Q&A is going is me playing like an idiot basically. I don't know the combo system at this time and I am built all detonation in this video so I'm not able to do any combos it really hurts my efficiency and it really hurts the fun factor so really be sure to use that combo video Uh, there's also a link to the debts and primers below or you can come into my youtube channel and get that link as well and ask questions right now if you're here you can use the primers command to get a link to the the primers and detonators really nice snapshot guide so you can build yourself out for that so let's jump right into the questions we have a lot and there's a lot of people here so thank you for being here let's jump right in light leap if you say it's all about the combo system what about the abilities that are neither primer nor detonator won't they be basically useless they must have some benefits since most damage comes from priming than detonating now as far as i was told okay if it's not and this was when i was talking directly to a dev If it is not a debt or a primer, it's supposed to be larger, um, generic damage. So it's like a high, high amount of sort of just generic raw damage. And we actually found, I was, I went out on patrol with these, with these two guys and we were fighting a Titan and we found that it was really, really difficult to prime a Titan. So there may be, this is speculation. Okay. There may be times where bosses or fights or contracts it makes more sense to run raw damage over debts and primers if it's really really difficult to prime and debt a titan if you go out and you go titan hunting or something I don't know if this is a thing let's just imagine you're going out and you just want to go fight titans and you're going to farm titans they're hard to prime now the spider can be primed that's a big boss it's at the end of the stronghold and you can prime you can prime that boss and it makes a big difference so i think there's going to be a time and place and potentially even specific fights where the debts and the primers take a bit of a back seat that's another build that you could go to let's alt tab over to the image and let's think through if that's even really a possibility right so the ranger could go no debt primer he could run seeker grenades and spark beam right his melee is always a primer and everybody else's melee is always a debt, but I mean the the Colossus could go burst mortar and flat cannon. There's no debt or priming going on. Uh, the storm could go flame burst and arc burst. No, absolutely no debt or or priming. Right. The same with the interceptor. There, the, you could go. The interceptor actually has a lot of options for no debt, no prime. Searching glaive, cluster mine, plasma star, ray strike. Could you slow down? What's a Prime and a Debt? I have a whole video about that, T-Bunk. I'm not going to go through that in a QA. and a This is a lengthy discussion. I just did an entire video about Debt Prime. So, anything that doesn't have, in this picture, anything that doesn't have the spark symbol or the circle symbol is just raw damage. The fact that that's an option in your loadout... I. I would think that there would maybe be a reason for there to be times where you don't run dead or prime at all. I, I don't know. Again, if you want to go farm those big guys that uh, I was fighting, the Ursixes, I, I'm, I, I'm, maybe they're hard to prime. They have the same yellow health bar that the, uh, that the Titan had, right? I, all the way down here at the bottom, armor is fire and acid, and if you look at the ones that are that there is no debtor prime i mean spark beam is fire so i i just don't know i I, that's just going to be something we have to kind of like speculate on now and then once we get into the game then there's potentially going to be reasons to do it in my mind if there are non-debt non-primer abilities that do higher raw damage i would think there would be something in the game for that it would be weird to literally say, here's abilities that have no purpose since there w- I mean, there was so many of them. I mean, if you look at the interceptor, the interceptor has a lot of non debt, non primer abilities. Why would you give the interceptor a bunch of useless abilities unless there are contexts in which debt and priming is not as helpful? So when you prime something, it has that prime symbol and you apply that element and then they take more damage from the detonation ability. There could be enemies in fights where that's just not needed or something. I don't know. D Giraz says, do you think that an acid primer is obligatory for any stronghold squad above hard? I know. I don't think so. I mean, I we were running stuff on hard and ice was really effective. And then when I was watching Datto and his team do Grandmaster 1, I saw a lot of people using ice. They were saying they felt like ice was super universally effective because it, it stopped the enemies from moving. So I don't know if there's going... Somebody asked earlier if there's going to be like a meta. I, I don't think so. There's too many, there's too many variables on a team... You might get to a point where people do tons of testing and they find that the most universal builds that are the, the that are the strongest if you've got really good team comp are this on a go this on a storm, this on a that, this on a this. I I don't think a lot of people are gonna focus on that. I think they're gonna try and make their their javelin as well rounded as possible so that you're really strong at deading, priming, or doing both. That's what I think a lot of people are gonna focus on, which means the the metas will be very difficult to det- to to detect and deduce because if you run all deading on a colossus with a storm, you may be able to do very similar damage to running all priming on a ranger and all deading on an interceptor. There could be interchangeable like damage numbers where you're basically doing the same amount of raw like the same amount of max damage with um with that so i i don't know if there's going to be this hard and fast meta i mean somebody in chat saying there will be a 100 100 will be a meta are you dumb i'm not dumb but you're presumptive so i think presumptive people are dumb so welcome to Dumville, i guess i don't think with the, with all the moving parts the potential damage combinations there will be a hard and fast meta and again, as safety is saying, Salty is saying, there could be resistances. And again, there could be combinations that are close to each other. If you're priming with a storm and I'm deading with the colossus, that could be very similar to the outcome of priming with a ranger and deading with an interceptor. We just don't know. Being presumptive about there being like a, a hard and fast meta is completely uninformed and ignorant. I I don't know if there will be a meta. There aren't metas in Destiny, right? There's a lot of different ways to, to, to fight in the in the raids and stuff, and that's a much more simplistic game with respect to, like, loadouts. Like, sure, everyone uses Whisper on the final boss of Scourge, but there are other ways to kill that boss that are, in many respects, just as effective. Maybe not as fast, but just as effective. Blagadoo. Do you think that having weapons or abilities that could be used while flying would be a good addition, or should flying just be used for movement? I'd i'm not sure if you've watched enough footage you can do abilities while flying um fret killer with the brand new sub as well as uh jacko the 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 namakid namakid thank you so much dude um you can you can use uh stuff while flying i actually was doing it by accident all the time um I was, I was doing it by accident with the Ranger because I wanted to hit right bumper to dodge to the right instead of B, and so I was shooting my rocket by mistake all the time. <laughs> so you can do stuff while flying. You can, as the... I mean, as the Colossus, you can get your shield out while flying. So no metas in Destiny? I didn't say that. I was saying there's not a hard and fast meta for endgame content. There's common builds, but you don't have to go with those builds. They're, like... Trust me, I ran King's Fall Raid over a thousand times. You don't have to run the quote-unquote meta in endgame PvE content. You don't have to. Uh, th- there are plenty of options. I loved bothering people by not running the meta in Destiny because I think it's it just... People people do that on LFG, either, right? they're like, you gotta have this and you gotta have that, and it's like, no you don't, you can do just fine without that, play with what you want, I think you're gonna have that freedom in this game. There will be optimal builds, obviously, I don't think you're gonna go into in, encounters that are built for deading and priming and be like, well I'm not gonna run the meta, and you don't do any priming or deading, so. D Flawless says, Uh, What needs to be done to ensure that the combo weapon system stays engaging and fun, more so concerned with weapon drops being boring once optimal combo ability setups are achieved. Well, optimum combo ability achieving defloss, you have to remember something. When you're running the higher end game stuff, you're not guaranteed to get the drops that you're looking for. I'll give you an example the first legendary I got in we were playing endgame content we were playing a stronghold I got a legendary to drop and it was for an interceptor and I was playing on a Colossus so I don't think you're gonna get to the best gear for your your choice think about it like this if you're going for three builds on your Colossus you want one with all detonation and you have the detonation abilities that you like and then you go for all prime and you got your prime abilities that you like. And then you're, you got your third that's like a combination of deading and priming. Okay? that That's going to take you a really long time to get like a really good role on a masterwork or legendary Tesla coil and a flamethrower, for example. That would be like maybe the one that's priming and deading together. You're not going to just stumble upon a great flamethrower and a great Tesla coil right away. You're going to have to work your way up through the difficulties through hard grandmaster one then grandmaster two then grandmaster three and that's just one build for one javelin so i don't think i don't really think you're gonna i don't think you're gonna struggle to feel like you've got plenty to chase i i think in in many respects people are gonna have to really focus on both the javelin and the builds they want because it's not gonna happen fast If you're trying to, like, rotate through four javelins, you're going to take forever, and if your buddies are really digging in on their favorite javelin, they're going to get way ahead of you because they're going to be able to grind the end game stuff and get more drops and then kind of keep going. It's like a snowball effect. Once you have a strong build, you can go into the next difficulty and make your build stronger, and then you make your build stronger. And again, you could have a prime build that is weak. You're like, well, my build for my Colossus, it's all prime, is not very strong right now. Mine is just, I have a strong, I have a strong debt build, but I don't have a strong prime build. So I think there's plenty, uh, there's plenty for you to do and chase for each character. And as far as ensuring that the combo weapon system is engaging, here's what I think they could do. I have no idea what their plans are for end game. If you look at this picture, if you look at this picture, I think it's easy to see there's five options in each system. There's five options for the ranger, for example. Five grenade gear, five assault launcher gear. It wouldn't be that hard to do a Diablo-style seasonal rift system where all of a sudden the ranger has three new grenade gear things to chase that you haven't got to ever use before. They're brand new abilities and three new assault launcher things. And you go and chase those things and you try and build a new ranger build centered around those abilities. And if they tie those abilities to... Maybe they tie those abilities to bosses or fights where they're more susceptible to those abilities. They can introduce new new things that this season is called, um, I don't know, season, season of the Ember. And in Season of the Ember, you're fighting a lot of stuff that is susceptible to these new fire attacks. And so you're chasing these new fire abilities, and these bosses are susceptible to these fire abilities, so you develop a loadout and a build for that new content and for that stuff, and it's it's abilities you've never used before. I have no idea if they're gonna do something like that, but when I look at this chart, I'm like, man, they could really give each javelin just new abilities with regularity, so you have new cool stuff to t- stuff to chase, and the thing about Anthem that's so important is when you use these abilities it changes your gameplay style there's an enormous difference between playing flamethrower and tesla coil and playing like railgun uh you know railgun firewall mortar you're gonna play and engage differently you're gonna position yourself in a different way you're gonna fly less fly more like you're because if you're doing flamethrower or tesla coil you're staying on the ground a whole lot more so if they introduce new abilities for you to chase, number one, it changes up your loadouts, it gives you new loot to chase, and then those abilities can change the gameplay style so it feels fresh. If, if I was working there, that's what I would be setting my sights on. An abilities-based game is brilliant because if you think about it, guns always feel like guns. If you're using guns in Destiny, the guns from Destiny 1 to the guns in Destiny 4 years later, they still largely feel like guns. And you can add cool perks, and you can add cool things to them to make them feel different, like, you know, the breakneck in Destiny feels really, really fun, but with abilities, they can always completely reinvent and change what you're doing with your javelin so it feels new and fresh, and then you're incentivized to go chase those abilities. So... New abilities, only $5.99 each? No, they're not going to charge any money for abilities. They're only charging for cosmetics. But, I mean, Mindless Hate is in season right now, so. Death. If I get Origin Access for a month and then cancel, then get the game, will I keep all my character progress? I don't think you lose your character progress. Pre-order bonuses? I'd be careful. I would wait until the game lands and you get, and you get, like, your your pre-order stuff if you're if you're doing the, the the origin access thing to get into the earth like to get in early or whatever i d- i don't know if i don't know if that is if you're going to cancel that before the game is coming out i would be careful i don't know you lose pre-order bonus if you don't purchase legion of dawn gear right yeah there you go um so they've indicated new javelins will be introduced yeah i mean if they introduce new javelins that's another great way to change things up and make it feel fresh that 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 really is i think there's a lot there oh this guy that that is making the jokes created his account 2 days ago wow you are you are something else 2 day old account making jokes about microtransactions That's why we have an emote called Lono Trash because that's what a trash parrot is. It's a small-minded bird that parrots the trash they hear on the internet. They just keep saying the same thing over and over again. So we have a nice trash parrot in the chat. Not anymore. He's banned. But I'm sure he'll be back on an alt account because he's got nothing better to do. Uh, Pill says, how's the looting aspect of anything different from Destiny or are they the same? It's very different. It's very different. The... Looting in Destiny is armor, armor, or guns, and the looting in Anthem is abilities, guns, mod components, and I'm trying to think of the other things you can get. Uh, There's a lot more loot that can drop. Uh, There's no specific loot in Anthem. Thank you for bringing that up, Grix. So you can't go fight a boss and try to get X ability or X gun, uh, there's support abilities. Thank you, Milo. So there's support abilities. There's the two abilities we went over on the on the chart, and then there's your two there's your your two equipable guns. There's a lot of different guns in the game. Guns are a bit of an afterthought, and. Then there is the mod components as well. The mod components really uh, change things for you, especially when you are a a Colossus. The Colossus, once he gets like one mod ability that increases his health and armor, it really changes things for him. In the demo especially. If you're going to play Colossus, you really want to keep your eyes open for the mod components that add health and armor. He's not scaled properly for the slice of the demo that we get. He's too weak until you get a mod component. Uh... They might add new ults too. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that's just way out in the distance, though. Um, next question from Yellow Flash. I've noticed you're a split game type of guy. How would you juggle three games, say Destiny Anthem Division, and how would you schedule go for that? Uh, would you even have them all out or more based on which you like most? There's a lot of moving parts here, so now right now the, the plan is to do destiny an sntr and destiny q a that's the morning show the afternoon show is anthem An anthem sntr a A. q a we're grinding we're doing stuff we're working on our javelins it's a great time it's a great game for that i'm very excited to do that the fact that we can do it now and the game's not even out yet and we get really big support and really good engagement with q a is very exciting now as far as Division when Division 2 comes out if Division 2 really captures my attention that could become the afternoon show Anthem could happen earlier and Destiny could get less, less play time depending on where Destiny is if there's nothing to do in Destiny, if we're in a bit of a drought Destiny could get just replaced with Anthem in the morning for a very short time, the goal would be to always be trying to rotate through all three uh I have a feeling that Division is going to do two things. I don't know if it's going to capture me as much, and I also don't know if people are really going to want to watch me play Division. I feel like there's more crossover with Anthem and Destiny. Just like if a Borderlands game came out, I feel like there'd be more natural crossover between watching and discussing Destiny and watching and discussing Uh, Borderlands. I think Anthem's in a similar place. I think that's why we we, we maintain a lot of interaction and a lot of people. I don't think Division's going to be that for me, and that hurts my enjoyment as well. If I switch to Division and the game's not really scratching me where I itch and the viewer response is is not very strong, I don't know what I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to hang out in there for very long. Now, the Division could completely surprise me. Anthem completely surprised me, right? Completely surprised me. So the Division could surprise me, and it could be a really good loot grind. If it's a really good loot grind and I'm enjoying myself, but the audience response is weak, well, then then Division will get slated really late in the day, right? It'll get slated really late in the day. I'm not going to spend my blood and treasure on the game, my, 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 my lifetime. I'm not going to spend my, my, my blood and treasure on the game if the audience is telling me they enjoy Anthem and Destiny more. I do base base some of what I do on audience response, and right now the audience is responding very strongly that we like watching Anthem and discussing Anthem with you. That's great, because we've done that for two, two plus years in Destiny, and if Anthem stays healthy, lively, and gives us stuff to do, we could do that for a very long time and just have a great game to play and a great time every day on the stream. So if you're new, by the way, to the stream and you like this format, okay, this is something I do in Destiny. I'm going to be doing this in Anthem. So if you're enjoying the stream, be sure to click the follow button. Uh, that's the little heart button click that heart button you can get notified when i'm live you won't miss out on these discussions and you can even submit questions to these q a as you can see it shows up right on stream and if you're curious about detonators and primers the combo video that i recorded is going to hit youtube tomorrow you're going to want to watch that combo video or at the very least check out the image in chat from the primers command so you're able to do debts and primers and combos in the demo over the weekend so next question Uh, Trigger Saint says, uh, a little off the combo topic, but are there guilds? There is a way to do, I believe, alliances and coming together in groups of people to have the, the social aspect sort of undergirding the, the multiplayer and the matchmaking because that's what this game rises and falls on. You can play solo and have a good time, but it really is built around playing with people and complementing each other's builds and really having that team synergy, and there will be something there similar to, like, a clan system or a guild system to assist with that. We don't have any, like, extensive details on that right now unless there was a blog post or a stream where they discussed it, but we do know there will be something there. Swaggy says... Did you play Mass Effect Andromeda and all? The primer detonator idea is direct rip from that, but feels refreshing in Anthem. I didn't play it. That's why when I went into this game, I had no clue about it. (laughs) It says, do you feel the need to run both or do you rely on your team or vice versa? That's the beauty of the build system is that, as I said in the video, you can have three builds for every javelin, all debt, all primer, or a mix of both. That's really fun because you can always make it feel a little bit fresh and take on a different role. Dude, let me prime this time. Let me try and prime everything. I want to see if I can be a good primer as a, as a Colossus. And you're like, okay, I'll run all detonation on my storm and you may both have an absolute blast and it'll feel different. The flow of combat will be different. Your efficiency might be different. You may discover really good combinations that seem stronger or faster than what you were doing before. Um, so yeah, I think that layer, that layer is, uh, is going to make for good, you know, Right, and then, of course, we're forgetting the fourth one now. As Ravenous Vikings pointing out, you could go with a no prime, no debt, the only damage abilities. There may be fights, bosses, or encounters where you're going to want to not really rely on debt prime because maybe there's just a a lot of enemies that are hard to prime. There could be that as well. So, I... I'm telling you, when I see the potential for builds that change how I play and abilities that can drop that change how I play, I get very excited because that means there's variety and there's also a clear and tangible result to my grind. I'm stronger, I'm playing different, I'm doing things differently, all related to the the grind and the time that I've put in. Uh, what do you know about the dynamic world system? I, I have no, uh, they said that you, they've made a world that you can change across all servers. It'll be more than just weather changes. Any idea what the shaper storms will be everything you just said to me, I, I have no inside information. All of that hints at a Diablo style, like riff system where they can randomize the world or parts of the world and give you new experiences, new bosses and new fights. And then subsequently new loot to chase that to me hints at that it's like if you can shape the world and you can make these updates server side they could do something like that you know the world is ever changing and then it feels think about what they do in fortnite right they change big sections of the map and then the game feels fresh feels different the you know the flow changes a little bit now you might hate that in fortnite but similar idea here what if they could just every three months completely change the map the layout new dungeons new places to go new bosses new loot and they do it with quote unquote shaper storms, incoming shaper storm, and it completely changes. Then it would be like an event, like you know, in Fortnite, like there's a big thing in the sky, and you're like, oh my gosh, what is it? They could do something very similar in this game. Again, that's all speculation, but that's something that they could do. That that feels that feels like it would be thematically in line with the game. <clears throat> like and wolf says they said this Sunday they'll have a world event do you know what they mean by that this could be this Sunday could be a sample of something like that where what if once a month they do a live event once a week or randomly throughout the day there's live events like suddenly a world boss shows up or something I don't know so Sunday could be a sampling of that <clears throat> I have again I have no idea what's coming these are just all possibilities <sighs> these are just possibilities and I think, and I think those possibilities leave a lot of room for freedom for them uh, to do really fun things and change our experiences over the over the years. Flowing T Man, do you think it would be cool to see legendary and other late game items that could rework the combo system? For example, something that could change certain detonators to become primers. I mean, there were people asking a dev on Twitter about why isn't the Rangers melee a detonator why is it a primer it does feel a little weird to rush in and prime and then detonate with a range attack like i'm using a homing missile to detonate but the guy's right in front of me i I flew in and hit him with my sword so i i could see them maybe trying to do that it would be cool if you could suddenly change the flow of the rangers combat by saying i'd rather the melee be a primer I mean, if all of them could uh, toggle their, their melee to be different, that could be pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they have any plan to do that, but that's definitely a freedom and a pivot they could use later on. Uh, did, did a dev reply to it? Yeah, he replied and said we really feel like that the... I forget how he phrased it. He basically said he felt like the the sword, like the electric sword, was was just perfect for priming. I forget how he responded to it. It was... It was a response that basically said, this is how we kind of want it to be. This is how we want it to be. If you, and he didn't say that, b- this, but if you want a debt from, if you want to prime from far away, you can just use a grenade. So he said they wanted the Ranger to have an electric primer. There you go. Okay. So yeah, I mean, there, his answer was basically like, this is how we wanted it to be. Now that doesn't mean that like later on, they can't give him... ...options to switch things around. They could give all of the all of the Javelins... ...options to kind of switch things around. Soak in the Wind. From the amount you've played... ...and what you're allowed to tell us... ...do you think that the universe lore... ...is unique and special enough to get us hooked... ...in a similar way that Destiny did? I'm hoping for a world that really pulls us in. I think the world looks cool... ...and I think the world is interesting. I don't know if the lore is as deep... ...as Destiny... ...but I was talking to the guy who runs the YouTube channel... ...Your Anthem... And he comes, he has a background in radio, and he's got a great voice, and he covers all the lore. And he says that he felt like the lore was really, really deep enough to do lots of videos and talks and do lots of different interesting things with the story and the future. I don't know if, for me personally, okay, for me personally, the... the addictive nature of destiny for me was never centered around the lore. It was the loot, right? And the gunplay was really satisfying. Now that doesn't mean there aren't people that are like, man, destiny's lore really pulled me in and hooked me. We can obviously have good discussions about the lore. So I think in this game, from what I played and from the, the, the way they did the dialogue, I really like the dialogue I felt like the dialogue was laced with story, like very subtle story building and and kind of giving history and things of that nature. So I think the lore in this game will be similar to Destiny in that it'll be peppered throughout the game and be deep enough for those that want to know more about it and look into it and it'll always be touching down on the game but i don't know if there's going to be big exorbitant missions and quests and storylines that go super super deep into the lore does that make sense it'll be peppered throughout i think it's going to be interesting and cool but again since that's not something that's like high on my priority list i've not studied it that much i've not read that much on it so there could be a lot more that i'm not i'm not seeing i think that as long as they've got good writers and it's the 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 world is touched by it on a regular basis, the same way that destiny gets that like little touch of like, Oh wow, you know, this is happening or the Siva or Oryx, etc. Then I think the lore could be there and give, and give good depth for those that want it. There's just, we've not seen that much. I thought the dialogue and the story crafting was, was good. I didn't feel like it was super weak. It certainly was stronger than destiny one vanilla. (laughs) Uh, Ty Drake says, do you think there will be abilities that do both prime if they aren't or detonate if they aren't primed? I don't know. The only problem I think with an ability like that is that would undercut the very nature of the system. So you would always use that ability, right? If you had ability that could do both, you kind of devalue the other abilities. You're like, well, you'd always run this. It like it, the ability to have to be really weak. Yeah, maybe maybe like what if they converted them the melee on the ranger to either prime or debt depending on the situation like make it adaptive just because sometimes when you go charging in it's like well they're primed i'd like my melee to detonate um but i don't know they'd have to be really careful with that you wouldn't again you wouldn't want to undercut and make all the other abilities seem uh less helpful the storm ultimate uh, yeah that's not an ability though so i uh, you Yeah, I think there might be room for something like that. Maybe on something that's really, really weak or like a melee, but I don't know. I think as it stands right now, they'd really want to lean into just continuing to do debts and primers separate, so and again, if you're new to the stream, thanks so much for being here, uh, SNTR Presents is the name of this segment, That you know the name of the stream is obviously Say No to Rage that's where SNTR comes from and this is something that I do on a regular basis I pick a topic, I do a little 10 minute video and then I take your questions, and I do that a lot of the times while playing the game, I obviously can't play right now, the demo's not live, so if you're enjoying this kind of content, uh, be sure to click the follow button, that's the little heart button, that will enable you to be here anytime I stream and you won't miss out on those streams, I, I uh, my goal when I stream is to give you a hub of content not just play the game and have you watch so this is something I do regularly in Destiny while I'm playing and grinding and getting loot I'm taking questions we're having a talk it's almost like an interactive radio show for you so thank you for being here and for submitting those uh, questions Hobbit Spartan says, is there primer for the other javelins that have the same damage uh, multiplier as if you were to prime then detonate? Example, Storm freezes and then Colossus uses his siege artillery. Does that do more damage due to teamwork or would it do less damage since you didn't prime it? That is like a really, really good question and I don't know. People would have to test. I don't know if they give you an intrinsic bonus if it's a shared if it's a shared debt or primer, or if they give you an intrinsic bonus if you debt and prime your own stuff to help to help solo players a little bit. You know, I'm not actually sure. Someone in chat may know if the devs have answered. Uh, Milo knows a lot, and he's saying it's the same bonus. So I would think you would want it to be the same bonus because if not. You would re- it, like. Let's imagine that. Let's imagine that you got a bigger bonus for priming and debting your own stuff. Well, now you're incentivizing people to not play together. You're incentivizing people to be like, "Well, screw you! I don't want you debting my stuff. I want to debt my own stuff." Well, you're you're motivating people to not play in in conjunction. If you give big bonuses for people to play cooperative, like, oh, if you debt my primes, you know, then we get bigger bonuses. Well, now you're making it making solo players feel really annoyed. Like, oh, wow, I, I can't get these guys that I'm playing with to, to debt anything. I'm having to do it all, and I'm getting less of a bonus. I think uniformity in the bonuses is probably a good move because then the reason that there would be, I think, an, an undergirded benefit to playing as a team is... Your, your your intervals of your abilities coming back between four people is going to be a lot more often than your own if you're kind of deading and priming your own stuff and that's a more natural benefit that's just sort of assumed yeah duh if you're playing with your team and deading and priming together that's going to be more effective than doing it all by yourself so i do think uniformity in the bonuses makes the most sense and milo's saying it is I would think that's how they'd want to do it. You would never want to have people motivated to not play with other people. Like, uh, no, right? Don't, don't prime, don't get my stuff, right? But if you're doing teamwork, as Gollum is saying, that allows more chaining. Well, that's a that's a sensible benefit. Chaining, you know, chaining and keeping going and keeps keeps going. You're going faster at that point. But you don't feel like if you're by yourself and deading and priming, you're at a huge detriment. Like, oh, everything's so weak now. Does that make sense? Like, you're still getting the same damage bonus. It's still nice and strong, and you still feel strong. You're just chaining a little bit less, so you go slightly slower, but you don't suddenly feel like awfully awful and weak and, you know, oh, this is terrible. Because I've told people if you're playing solo... It's probably good to have a loadout that is debt and prime so you can detonate your own priming abilities and not rely on random teammates. If you find some really good people, add them to your friends list, play with them, and then you can build maybe a more maximized team comp. Uh, Dragon Tat. Do you think the difficulty levels will make it hard to play with buds who start to play Anthem late? For example, a Grandmaster 3 player might not want to play a normal Stronghold. That's going to happen in any game, homie. I mean, if you play Division or Destiny or any game, Borderlands, Diablo, and you get well, way behind, your buddies kind of have to do that thing where they pull you up, right? The beauty of that would be they could take you through hard and like they could really help you. Now, I personally don't think it's good to just sit in the back and let your teammates do all the work. I think that's a boring way to level up. So, I would think they could take you in and help you do the level the stuff that's at your level, and then they could still be, you know, at least enjoying the gameplay and feeling awesome. And Milo is saying, you get loot scaled to your pilot level, so there's more incentive to play with your lower leveled friends. The only downfall would be, if they're really hunting for masterworks, they're not gonna be they're not going to be getting those items that they're searching for, but they could still at least get things at their level to break down and get a better, you probably get a better turn on materials if something's at your level, so they'd at least be getting that. Um, During an IGN stream, the dev said you would get loot that matters. Yeah, if it scales to your level, you know, that's pretty good. Uh, Be a good friend and sacrifice the extra 150% loot chance. The the truth of the matter is, is typically in games like this, everyone ends up around each other eventually. Like, eventually, you all end up in the same proximity. There might be a week or two where you're catching up, but then you're all running Grandmaster 1, 2, or 3, or whatever, right? That dodge, was that the one where I dodged to the side his laser? I think this is the one. When this happened in-game, I felt... I felt so awesome. I felt like Iron Man. I think I went back too far. We'll have to wait and see when it happens. I felt like Iron Man, dude. This game makes me want a really good Iron Man game so freaking much. So much. Like, you know how good Spider-Man was? We need a good Iron Man game, too. That would be amazing. The only struggle for an Iron Man game would be, like, the scale of the levels. Because you'd be fast, you'd be Iron Man, but, you know, you wouldn't want to be able to go from one side of the city in another if you can go as fast as Iron Man does in the movies, like you'd have to have like the the biggest the biggest worlds ever created <laughs> because that to be an enormous game. Uh Tony Darko, I rewound the video a little bit. I wanted to see that dodge again. Um Tony Darko, as you said before, BioWare would most likely update the current javelins to alter how they behave. What if it was a system similar to the Sentinel Titan with activating uh With activating ward of dawn example press buttons to get a shield to get ward um say holding the button of the interceptor activates the super didn't make you invincible oh i see what you're saying like that your abilities if you held them instead of tabbing them i don't necessarily know if they would do that right um i don't know in 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 my mind i think here comes i think this is where the dodge happens after i shoot all these spider eggs I would think that you wouldn't want to suddenly change the way we're interacting, like holding instead of tapping. I would think you would want to have just new abilities come into play. Yeah, that's the one, dude. That's the dodge. When that happened, I was like grinning ear to ear. I felt awesome. I felt like Iron Man, dude. I was like, you think you're going to hit me? Whoop. And you like spin out of the way. (laughs) It felt pretty cool. I'm still playing like a potato in these videos, by the way. That's why I really wanted to let people know about the combo system. This is not how you play. I am not doing any combos. It's terrible. Uh, Axel says... Do you think Anthem should put in season-specific gear so Season 4 Rangers can get a Legendary Seeking Missile that does X-Special, and after that season, you can no longer get that loot? I, ooh, mmm, that's a good question. Mmm, I like and don't like that at the same time. I like it because it makes people feel like they have to play, but I don't like it for late adopters. I don't know, man. I don't know, I don't know... Why couldn't you just keep it in there, right? No confirmation of seasons yet? Right, right. He's saying, imagining they do seasons, what if they did season-exclusive loot? I don't know. I don't know. It promotes FOMO? Yeah, feeling of missing out. Yeah, I, I don't... I think you end up losing a lot by doing this. The sense of urgency that you get, I don't know if the sense of urgency is worth all of the loss that people would feel. Uh, if it's cosmetic, yeah, if it was cosmetic, I don't think I would mind that. I would be worried that that would, that would get criticized for motivating micros, right? People would be like, I can't play enough to earn this naturally. Like, there's literally not enough time in the season. Like, that could, that could get kind of bad. Um... I don't know, again, I think the urgency that you gain isn't worth the loss and the frustration of the players. I think urgency is good if it's rhythmic, right? What if once a month there are things that happen, world events that happen that if you miss out on, you have to wait until next time, but it runs for like the whole week. Like one week out of the month there's stuff happening. That creates rhythmic urgency. I think rhythmic urgency is better because then you know I can try again next time. It's not great. I'll never get that item ever again. It would also be incredibly frustrating to end that limited time event and not get the version or the drop that you wanted and then you were actively trying to get it and then you didn't and then it's gone forever. So I think urgency is dangerous. I think it's powerful as a motivator, but it needs to be done in a way that's tasteful and not like, oh overly punishing where the player feels like what the frick man I took a vacation and ne- I can never get that item ever again that can be very frustrating for players that's frustrating in destiny right now for players that never got a chance to get the catalyst during faction rally there's no way to get them why uh, Reggie says can you combine primers and detonators from different players in classes no so I can't grab a primer or a detonator from storm and put it on my ranger it's not equipable. everything is class specific except for guns now there are some guns that are class specific, like the big spin-up guns, like the Cloudburst that the uh, the the Colossus gets. You can't equip that on a regular uh, javelin. It's too big of a weapon, right? He's big and tanky and can hold it. Uh, so there's different weapons. I think the Interceptor can get SMGs, um, but you can combine them for combos, as Milo's saying. You can be doing your ice darts with your storm, and then I can use my mortar fire and detonate those that that primer as a Colossus, um, and that's really fun. St. Guardian says, What are your thoughts on people's reviews of the demo complaining about the bullet spongy enemies, but they're only using weapons to try to kill ads? Do you think there's a way to explain the combo system in a natural way, player discovery way? Well, the game's going to have a tutorial on the combo system. Unfortunately, they didn't put that in the demo. Now, I don't know if that was because they weren't it wasn't ready. Uh, if I don't know if it wasn't ready. I mean, I was having fun even without the combo system, but once I had the combo system... And, and, and once I understood it I go back and watch this footage and I can't believe how stupidly I'm playing so I, I think once people get a taste for the combo system, it does two things. It shows them the capacity for fun that can be had and, and like the uniqueness of their builds that could be potentially invested in. But it also is an answer to the people that are like, it's quote too spongy, or this is like every other shooter game. Like this is, there's nothing unique about this game. It's boring. It's ho-hum or whatever. And they're, they're boots on the ground using their guns the whole fricking time, you know? So it's like, it's unfortunate that the combo tutorial couldn't be in the demo that was why I made the video. I was like, man, people really need to know about this combo system before the demo goes live so they can get the best showing, you know, before before the before the the game comes out. Um and of course it looks exactly the same, SupaSup, because I'm, I'm I'm playing exactly the same. I'm not using different abilities. I'm not doing combos. If you switch between the four javelins, the, the, all the different abilities, and all the deading and priming, and you're using that in conjunction with not being on the ground so much, it actually doesn't feel very samey. It's very, it's very different and very uh, varied. There's a lot of variety. Every game with a content loop starts to feel samey, though. We have to be fair about that, okay? Monster Hunter, Diablo, Destiny, Division. You're always going to get to the point where you're running a content loop. And then, yes, of course, at that point, you're getting into repetition. But the beauty of the javelin system is there's four javelins that all feel completely and utterly different. And within those javelins, there's completely and utterly different ways to play each one. So there's a lot of things that you can, you can do to freshen things up. Uh, L Castaway, do you feel that using abilities that do more damage to armor and shield together to combo will become needed or two people focus shield enemies and the other two focus comboing armored enemies? I think this is where this is where I think team comp will come into play you will run a stronghold and you will come up with strategies like this. You'll say, okay, those shield guys were so freaking annoying in that room. Let's have somebody just built for the shield takedown, right? Let's have somebody built for better priming. Like, I I was having a hard time priming. Let's have you prime and I'll switch to debt because you're up in the sky. Like, I think that's one of the cool things about the repetitious nature of the game is that you'll start to develop like really honed in strategies with your buddies that... You can spread to your other teammates, spread to randoms when you meet them, like, hey, we were playing this the other night, and we really found that a Colossus on the ground is just far better suited for detonating. He's so big, he has a hard time flying in here. He's good to stay on the ground and do all debt. I can stay up top as a storm and Prime, right? And then our buddy over here, you should be doing electricity on those shielded guys, because you have XYZ attack that's really good for that. You know what I'm saying? So... A, a lot of a lot of people I think are gonna really start to dig in on those optimization strats because that's truly how you're gonna master and beat Grandmasters 1, 2, and 3. You're gonna have to think through all those things. So Wonkie Bomb, do you think they have or will create weapons that can combo with the abilities as well? This is a really good question, and I wonder if eventually that's gonna be a thing they'll do for like endgame weaponry. You know, I I feel like it would be really cool to get a gun that's like legendary, that's a that's a detonating weapon. So I prime and then I get out my auto rifle and I'm like bam, 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 bam. Now the results would have to be less, less severe, but it would be pretty fun if someone primes and you're like, frick, my debt's not ready, but you have a gun on you that you've like, you would want it to be really tough to get. I don't know if they want that though. I think that that grates against the identity of really leaning into your abilities for detting, priming, and combos. So for now, there's no weapons that I have seen that can prime or debt. I could see that being something that comes down the line. You know, a freeze gun that can prime. No, 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 let's be clear about something. So whenever you use the flamethrower as the Colossus, that's a gun that's priming, but that's not a gun. That's an ability. That, that's, that's one of your L's and RBs. That's not a gun you're pulling out. At least I don't think it is. I think that that goes on your LBRB where railgun and flat cannon goes, right? Like that's an that's an ability. So Um Railgun debts right but these aren't guns these are all abilities sure there are guns right flamethrower is essentially a gun railgun is essentially a gun but the guns you equip the shotguns the auto rifle, the, the 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 auto rifles all those those do not have deading and priming abilities they could later on or there could be legendary versions that can i don't know as as it, as what we saw in the game both in the demo and at the capture event, there doesn't seem to be any plan to do that. That doesn't mean they can't do it later. It also doesn't mean there aren't going to be... Who knows? There could be mod components that do that. I don't know. What if there was a mod component that made your guns deton Prime? And it, you know, it, it... it, I don't know. It could say any shotgun you equip is now a detonator. Oh, wow. Okay. But you lose a bunch of armor. Given a trade kind of a thing. I don't know. There's nothing in the game like that that we've seen right now, but that certainly is something that they could do. No24 says, Hey Lono, I love how this game has similar difficulty scaling like Diablo. Do you know if the damage scaling will be similar? For example, in Diablo, Diablo, you hit for 20 at the start, but you end up hitting for billions at the end. Will Anthem scale the same way? I mean, the Grandmaster 1 that we've seen did 165 more damage uh, and health for the enemies and 165 more chances for Masterworks dropping. I would assume that if you get to the point where you can you can match that increase, that your damage potential can, can get to and reach 165% more, right? if you go in and you're kind of like a little bit weak or not quite there, like Grandmaster 3, somebody in chat saying is a 3,100. Uh, it's a 3,100%. 3,100%. 3,100. So I would think any damage numbers you see now, if you're meeting Grandmaster 3, you would need to be able to match their health. You would need similar percentages added to your your build. So I would think... You would you would eventually get to the point where you are doing ridiculous amounts of damage. I don't know the exact numbers though, um, so. And your own abilities and weapons will scale appropriately. Yeah, yeah. So. Raise ghost particle. Is there any case to have a non-primer detonator ability as part of your build? Yeah, we've gotten this question a couple of times. Those one, those ones do lots of raw damage, and we. I'm assuming right? I think it's safe to assume given the number of abilities that are not a primer or a detonator. Okay. Let's count them. One, two, three, three for ranger, four, five, two for colossus, six, seven, two for storm, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So four for interceptor. There's 11 total abilities that we can see on this form that do not debt or prime and everybody can equip both if they want you can equip you can you, can, you know so there's got to be a purpose to that i would think i don't think there's just pointless abilities in the game seeker grenades spark beam now maybe they have intrinsic benefits like when i see seeker grenades i think oh i get two benefits it does more raw damage and it's a seeker grenade it actually seeks them out maybe that's how they justify it burst mortar Maybe because it's not a high explosive mortar, it's more mortars. You know, it's a bit more spammy and you get a little bit more damage from it. It's more raw damage than dead and prime. Flame burst. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. There could be just intrinsic benefits to using them because they're more spammy. Maybe they're easier to use. Um, and again, maybe there's encounters where there's a lot of enemies that are just really, really resistant to priming and you don't you don't go in with prime dead builds. I have zero, I have zero, I have no idea. Uh... You kind of life. Do you think the storm will be the best? No, I think the best will be the one that you like the most. I think there's a lot of reasons and a lot of differences to, to, to gravitate towards all the different javelins. Mudlin through says, Did they change the icon for detonator? It seems they did. I believe this recording is from an, a newer build. Uh, when you get cooled, you know, when you overheat and you get in water or you get rained on or you go through a waterfall and it says cooled on your screen. In this one, you'll see a green icon for that. And in the demo, it was a big white icon. And the icons for detonators is in, in the demo, it was like a fire. And in this, it's a spark. It's also a spark on that image that we saw. I don't know if this is an official image from... Anthem, uh, created by Fire Dragon, with the thanks of Guillemino. Uh, so no, this is just from the Reddit. Looks like the subreddit on Anthem. So I don't know if they're just basing these icons based on what they saw in early capture footage, and it's been changed. To me, I think these symbols are better. I think the flame symbols, like, not that appealing, and it's not clear what it is. This is a very clear contrast. It's a circle or a spark. So. The icons are directly from Bioware. Okay, then they they probably have been updated to what you're seeing on my screen right now. What's the difference between blast and impact? I actually don't know. Uh, Team Blood Lono, can you explain further how combo sharing works? Our combo is always shared among the javelins on the team. I believe that it's shared between the two people that are priming and detonating. Like, you're not going to get ult energy because me and Milo are over here priming and detonating, and you're back in some corner in your menu looking at something, right? Now, you can't look at your loot until you get all the way done with the mission. They don't want people loot-gazing for that reason. They want the team moving together and working together, and in a completely match-made environment, you wouldn't want people doing a bunch of naval-gazing, loot-gazing, and stopping the flow of combat. Um... Dijara is saying blast is AoE, impact is single target. There you go. Blast is area, impact is single. Okay. I've, if that's correct, I don't know. So, if I prime and you detonate, as far as I could tell, we were I was getting credit, I was getting ult energy from 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 the combo if if you were if you were deading my prime. Now, sometimes it seemed like if the team did a a combo, I would hear the bonus sound, right? I would hear the bonus sound. The combo bonus only goes to the detonator of the combo? That, I don't know, that seems kind of strange. Then the person doing the priming is not going to be getting their ult energy as much? That might come into strategy then maybe, so whoever's doing all the detonation, you'd want to have it be the person with like the strongest ult. I think that's true. I didn't see any extra ult energy for priming, huh? I would want to see them change that. I think if you're priming, you should get some level of credit because if not, I can see a lot of people really, really ruining the matchmaking by always running debt because they want to debt everything. And then people are going to be like, "No, I don't want a prime. I don't get as much ult energy." Uh, that might be some feedback to provide for them. I would worry about that hurting the matchmaking environments. Too many people are going to want a debt because they get the, all the all, they get all the energy from it. They get all the quote unquote credit. Um, you wouldn't get energy when you prime it would only be when combo flashes on the screen right, That we'll have to test that this weekend and see in the demo I'll just run all prime and see see how the payout is on the alt energy if I get any cause that seems like a that seems somewhat short sighted with respect to what people will do in the public matchmaking environments, you know muddling through what are the different drop symbols red triangle, cyan triangle, etc I, oh there, those are the, I didn't see a red triangle, um, or a cyan triangle. I'm not sure what you're talking about. The, the triangles on the ground are your, they're like, oh, 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 the red and the cyan. I'm sorry. The red is health, cyan's ammo. I'm sorry. I re- just realized what you were talking about. Yes. Yes kind of like when you're playing doom and you're getting regular sort of health from doing like the special kills and you can get ammo from doing the chainsaw one thing that I really like that Anthem does it regularly feeds you ammo and health regularly so one nice thing you can do as the colossus if you get low health you can get your shield out and just kind of run through the trash ads and as you're killing them you're picking up a lot of health and ammo oh that's the wrong Master Blaster says, Is Anthem the kind of game where a solidified meta will take over the game? The kind of one where people will question you if you're not doing other than the said setup. Here's my biggest concern about this with respect to YouTubers and people doing like clickbait quote-unquote guides, okay? If they start putting out guides for how to do like optimum meta builds for Storm or whatever... My concern would be if you go into matchmaking and you don't do what everybody thinks is the absolute best, you're gonna get kicked out, cussed out, and told you're an idiot because so and so is an anthem expert and his video says if you're running storm, you should be doing this, blah blah blah. That's my that that's a that's a concern that I have. I mean I think people in the community and and, and, and folks that are trying to enjoy this game, we need to be cautious about that because I think a lot of the times, someone can run the numbers and come up with a quote-unquote optimum build, but, no, this is not a rerun, I'm live, but the difference between the optimum build and the build that you feel like running could be marginal at best. Like, it's sometimes really easy to get caught up in the numbers and you're like, this is the optimum build according to such-and-such YouTuber, and you're like, yeah, and there's like four builds right underneath it that are barely any, they're, they're barely any difference. There's almost no distinguishable difference, right? So, it's a min-maxing game, but like, I just think people really need to be cautious about saying, like, oh, this guy's a storm, look what he's, look how he's built. Now, I couldn't find a way to look at my team's builds very easily. I don't know if that's something. I don't know. We talked about the other day, it'd be good in the matchmaking to have, like, a screen that's like, would you like to throw yourself into voice comms because, you know, communicating with your team can be really helpful. I saw a tweet that said... In the launch game, voice comms will be on by default, not off. The, the The guy responded and said it's off by default. He said I believe it'll be turned on by default in in the full game. So I could see people kind of getting in and saying we're having a hard time. Why don't we all back out, add each other as friends, regroup, and change our loadouts? Like if everybody's built for detonation or something. Um, and again, that's why playing solo, you kind of want to have to be able to you want to be able to do both. Um, currently there's no looking at builds, uh, and I saw the same tweet. So hopefully the community would just really get, really embrace the idea of just communicating and being like, what are you guys built for? And if everyone's like debt, 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 it's like, okay, well we're we're gonna have to reassess here. Um, you know this isn't this isn't working, and this Ursix fight goes really really poorly for me. I didn't use my ultimate because I was just kind of testing what kind of damage I could do against these guys. I, d- I wasn't using my ult on purpose. Um, in this clip, I, I do not fare well here. You can't prime the Ursixes. Um, I was, I was too weak, I think. I was hitting them with ice, and I don't think they were... Uh, they look like It looks like at one point they do get primed, because the guy gets, like, a white glow. I, it might be a glitch. See, that was my entire ice dart on him. I'm just too weak. I was too weak to, to prime him. Uh... Uh, Gor, Gorgentro, Gorgant whatever it is, Gorg. I'm gonna call you Gorg. Says what elemental primers and debt stood out to you in the demo? Ice seemed really strong. Ice seemed really strong, and debting with a Colossus felt amazing. Um, I know everybody was like Storm, Storm, Storm. Colossus is weak. Colossus is weak. I played, I played a um, a stronghold, and Fallout plays was freezing like the turrets and freezing some of the big like spongy enemies and when I would debt them it was like a nuclear bomb going of it was very very nice it felt really solid so ice to black did Bioware mention certain bosses are going to have strengths or weaknesses to certain combos I asked why the Titan wasn't primable and he's and he was like yeah he's like I he's like it could be that you're too weak he's like there could be some enemies he didn't seem to know He's like, there could be some enemies that are resistant to being primed. I think you have to do a ton of damage with that element in order for it to prime and I think when you're weaker, you just struggle to do enough damage before the ability runs out. As you're seeing here with these Ursexes, I'm hitting them with ice. I'm hitting them with all the ice and then I'm not, he's not priming. Now, I think he's armored because he's yellow, which armor is susceptible to fire and acid. So, shields are susceptible to ice and electricity. Um, so. Uh, they did, says Milo. It's dependent on enemy race, so scorpions, the bugs are weak to fire and venom. Oh, so they're, okay, so there are there are times that it's, that it is weak. Okay. Colossus aren't weak at all. I'm telling you, the reason people at the capture event and the reason people in the demo think that the Colossus is weak is they didn't have mod components. I had played the Colossus for hours, so by the time I got into the harder content, I had equipped mod components that gave me big armor and health. During the demo, we went into something and I was like, I feel like like I'm getting two tapped. I was having the experience that Dado had. Dado said when he ran the, the Colossus, he said his shield was getting shot twice and it was breaking. And I was like, that doesn't sound right. And that was happening to me. Well, we went and ran a couple activities in the demo, and I got a blue I got a blue mod component. It added eight hundred armor and like two hundred health. I don't think the Colossus is properly built with re- with respect to like when he lands in the demo, I don't think he's got the right stuff on. I think when you play him from the beginning of the game like I did and you invest the time, I just think he slowly works his way up and gets the proper things that specs him to be strong. Um, so I saw a video from Tash where he said there are enemies that are resistant to different elements so therefore they would possibly negate certain elemental primers that makes sense because if they're resistant to it and you can't do enough damage I feel like you have to do enough damage to get the primer to proc 30 and still so gaming Lono what do you think the best group would be 2 colossus 2 interceptors or 4 storms Th- this, is, this is where I'm not sure I-, I really hope they were thoughtful about this because if someone puts out a video and they're like look how fast you can do this stronghold grandmaster 2 grandmaster 3 with four storms you know and they and they set the precedent that like there's no other combination that's as strong as this i really hope that's not that's not the case i really hope like there's a there's a noticeable benefit to priming with a storm and deading with the Colossus or you know priming with a a, a a ranger and and deading with an interceptor whatever combos you can come up with if constantly running four storms becomes just the god tier build then they'll have to look at that we gave feedback at the thing and the consistent feedback was storm feels universally strong now we're playing a slice of the game we're playing a, sl- a small sample we don't have fleshed out builds yet Cause I know I was hearing I was hearing whispers and rumors about how there were builds for for Colossus that were stupid. Like absolutely dumb, just how strong he's gonna get. So I don't know if you're gonna get into Grandmaster 2 or 3. I'm not playing, guys. This is a recording. I'm not I don't know if you're gonna get into Grandmaster 2 and 3 and wanna be running four storms or four interceptors or whatever the frick. I think you're really going to start to feel that sense of team comp needed. I would hope you're going to feel that sense of need for team comp the further you get into the end game. Because if it's like, oh yeah, just run four storms all the time, that'll really, really negate a lot of the really, really good variety that's in the game. It's me, says Rank the Javelins. My personal favorite is the Colossus, followed by the Ranger, then Storm, last Interceptor. Interceptor's high skill to get him to work right. He's also very melee based. I've never been a fan of melee characters. I didn't like Krieg in Borderlands either. Uh, Imagine Dragons. Do you think the servers will be a mess like last week? Uh, what's your opinion on how the uh, on how the weekend you think will go? I don't have a prediction. I'm I I really hope it's so much better because I want people to be able to play. Um, it's a really fun game, and it's a bummer when technical problems are standing in the way of good things. You know, a good game being shrouded and hidden and and sort of kept at bay by technical problems is really really disappointing. We don't want that to happen again. Uh, the, the the J4P the logo for primer and detonator are not the same as in the demo no yeah they're different I think the newer builds have the spark for detonation instead of the flame we've already addressed that yellow flash do you think there would be an index type deal where it shows the type of monsters or uh, dominions that show their weaknesses elements yeah I don't know if that's going to be in the game like maybe after you interact in, in, with an enemy is there like a codex you can go to I don't. I think there is a codex in the game, so I would think that that would be something really cool to be able to go and check their resistances. My my basement's getting really freaking cold. Um, by the way, just a little just a little feedback here: the radar next to our names up there in the left hand corner, where it points to where your teammates are, is one of the coolest, most like simple but awesome solutions that I've ever seen. I love that. I absolutely love it. The radar for pointing at your teammates is just, is is a brilliant UI choice. Schwagi says, what's your least favorite javelin and how can it be improved for you? Already talked about why it's the interceptor and I don't want it to be improved for me. I want there to be a javelin that I don't like that much because one thing, one of two things is going on there. I can either learn to love him and get good with him or he'll never really appeal to me and that's a good thing. Because that means that there are people in the game that are not like me at all that probably love him that's a really important thing i think having them so unique to the point that there's some that just don't really land on you is a really really big value point for the game jd gamer do you think there will be nerfs to the abilities before the game is released i freaking hope not like why would they do that the game's not even out yet um does the radar show altitude i'm not actually sure if it shows altitude it's not that hard once you turn and face where they are you'll see their name and know what their altitude is it won't be a mystery right but you don't have to do that whole spin and look for their name thing you can see what direction they are face that way then see their name and you'll know uh, where they are by the way guys if you're new to the stream and you're enjoying the content this is live this is recorded footage from the capture event i'm loving the response to this content uh this is a segment that i call sntr presents i the name of the stream is say no to rage that's where sntr comes from sntr presents is my podcast it hits google play uh anchor itunes Spotify, it also goes up on YouTube. I do these live with you, though. I do a talk, and then I do Q&A. My goal with Anthem, Division 2, and even what I've been doing with Destiny 2 is to give you a hub of content. So when you show up, you're not just watching me play. I'm giving you something for your time. It's like an interactive radio show, and your questions get shown right on the stream. So thank you for being here. If you're enjoying this type of content in the stream, be sure to click the follow button. That's a free way to support what I do so you don't miss my streams in the future. Slice of Jake. Uh, I'm late, so I'm not sure if you discuss it. Do you think there's any advantage to running the same element primer and detonator? I actually don't know if they if they do anything like, like that. Like hitting a flame primer with a flame detonator. Um, I don't think so. And I don't think there's something to be said for like hitting ice with flame either. What do you think of Colossus? He's my favorite one. I I don't know if there's anything like that. I think... Oh, it does the same regardless of elements says Milo. Yeah, I don't think they do anything like that. Mayonnaise says, do you think running two primers on an interceptor is going to be the way since they will most likely be detonating with their melee? Well, I mean if we look if we look at the interceptor, it does become very apparent that it's a pri- it's, it's a very primer or damage based class. The detonator is Spark Dash or Tempest strike. That's it. Everything else is either a primer or generic damage, and then as you're saying, they're they're detonating with their melee, and then their ultimate is a detonator as well, their assassin's blades, so it does feel very heavy on the prime them up, and then detonate them with the melee, or detonate them with the super, um... And then there's, they they do feel a little, he feels a little light on the detonation, right? Same for Storm. I mean, you see all circles here. Circle, 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 circle. Like, Storm feels very heavy on the primer and light on the detonation. And then Ranger and Colossus feel a little bit more evenly mixed. So I think think Storm and and Interceptor are going to lend themselves to a little bit more variety when they're priming um and a little less variety when they're detonating and that's okay because that's in line with their identity that's how they're supposed to feel i think the i think the colossus is going to feel a little bit more well-rounded but his big big his big boom moments are going to be detonations and less and not as much prime and that makes sense like if you look at him Kirkmania. Do you think the Interceptor has been designed specifically for ad control and uh, object aspects of encounters instead of the prime and deck combos? I mean, I think the Interceptor does tons of damage to a boss. I mean, I've seen some really, really crazy things going on with people that know what they're doing. So, I would say that that it's a high skill, high reward class that's not meant for ad clearing but meant for a lot of different things, but I think high damage I think interceptor's potential damage is going to be really 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 high especially since the ult can last a while and the ult is a detonator and if people keep priming while you're using your ult i'm i'm interested to see if you can get tons of combo detonation on all those blade swings that you get like there could be a lot of uh there could be a lot going on there the colossus can only take three shots the ranger shoots all his missiles at once and then the storm does like three big blasts i feel like the interceptor can do like a very long sort of drawn out uh super his ultimate and if people are priming that's that's huge interceptor also has a melting point type debuff as a support ability yeah and if the and if he gets the aura around him he may be consistently priming from the aura i don't know i wonder if you get the aura around you and then pop your alt can the aura be priming an, with enough frequency while using your alt like that would be really interesting to see too there's a, i think there's some potential there for some fun for the interceptor johnny says has anthem announced a cadence of new content drops no they have not the real javi from your time playing which class do you like the most colossus sasquatch hey Lono or chat is the anthem forums and applications like dim or companion app for anthem ready i'm all in for anthem and i want to be ready to have my feedback and have all those tools at my disposal you are not going to need a companion app i don't know if there's going to be any but you won't need one because you can't change your loot while you're out and about you do it back at the base even when the loot drops you don't see it until your aura Uh, until until it's over the aura does prime uh well baby kangaroo saying it does prime so it says the aura applies elemental so i'm pretty sure that's how you prime stuff is you apply the elemental not always there are elemental attacks that don't prime but i'm pretty sure the aura primes they have a public api so some things will be created based on what the community wants okay that guy live says, hey Lono, do you think Anthem can be cross-platform type game in the future? They said they're open to it, but it will not be at the beginning. That's all they've said. Blat uh, Blatt says, Do you think there there's more content in the demo tomorrow? No, same same stuff. Same as the VIP. Uh Blaren, Says, how long do primer effects stay on the enemy? I don't know. It's, it's a, it is a short window, though. A couple of seconds. It's not like a super long time. It's just like a, it's any it's any kind of a, a d- damage over time or or sort of an elemental effect in most games. It's there for a little bit, and then it goes away. I, I don't know. It is, it, somebody might have the exact count. It might be like two seconds, three seconds, or something like that. Generally, once you see the abilities, you, you crack off your detonation. You're not like waiting. Um, if you're priming and don't have a detonator ready, you're kind of, you're creating dissonance in your, yeah, there's the event Sunday, but there's nothing, there's nothing in the demo that's going to be different until the event Sunday. So it's dependent on the abilities and the type of enemy. Okay. So yeah, there's not a, there's not a, um, a locked in time captain nerd rage. Is the game worth it, uh, if you can only play solo? I think so. I think you can have a really, really fun time solo. I think you can go all debt, all, you know, give yourself the ability to do both priming and detonating by yourself, uh, and with matchmaking, you can slowly probably meet people and have communication and try and, like, have synergy. Um, what's the event? What event? Nobody knows. There's an event on Sunday. That's all we know. We don't know what. They said it's gonna be, like, a, a surprise thing to show us, to get a glimpse or something like that. Uh nep nepanapa says did you play controller or keyboard and mouse controller the game feels optimized and built for controller uh, they're fixing things for mouse and keyboard but that's not going to be in the demo this weekend controller just feels very natural for virtually everything I'm doing uh, same thing with Diablo I grew up playing Diablo 1, 2, and 3 on computer and the first time I played Diablo with a controller I was like this is freaking perfect there's just something about having abilities with the quick push, with the quick pushes of the buttons that just feels really good so I think this game is just really, really nice on controller. Uh, Miniso says, "Will skills have different stats when looted?" Yes, like as far as the it, the 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 gun itself. So like if you get a like a skill or an ability and it drops at your level or whatever, it has random stats on it that do different things at times. And then um, then obviously the level itself and the quality. But the I don't think there's like a I don't think there's like a oh you got a flat cannon and I got a flat cannon that are both level 14 and yours is completely different than mine but I think the higher you go the more they come with like modifiers that do different things I don't know I'd have to see a couple things back to back and see what they add like there's that little text down at the bottom that you're really looking at and coming over Um, Hobbit Spartan can you change your build on the spot in the world or do you have to be in the social space you gotta go back to the social space uh, freshy 86 do you have the prime and detonate with the same element no you do not you can do it with different sasquatch do master worker legendary drops pop up on the screen like they did in the world premiere if so I think that is the middle ground to those who like the unknown loot drops now but for those who want to see what they get yeah it pops up on the screen but you can't see what it is until you finish the mission when you do that mission complete screen where all four of the javelins are like standing there on the platform after that's over it shows you everything you got and again, that just prevents loot gazing, and it, it prevents people from slowing everything down. Um, I don't, that that again, I think would just break the flow, break the flow up too much. Again, you gotta remember, everything is match made if you don't have a team. Even if you have a team, you guys, you guys have that dude that would just really struggle, like, hang on a minute, guys, gotta look at some stuff, just give me a minute, give me a minute. Um, that is, that would, I think that would hurt uh, that would hurt the flow quite a bit. So I think it's actually a good thing that you can't see everything until you get back. Evo says, with tomorrow being the first, will you give us more info? Um, here's the thing. I'm going to have to go back and comb over my endgame content recordings because we did the, like, the Tyrant Mind Stronghold And then there was another one I think that we could record. So that's all I can do tomorrow. I'll have to double check with some of the other people that went and see. I don't have like information though. I just have more stuff to show you. So I actually, that's a good reminder that that embargo lifts tomorrow. So I should probably get those videos ready. Network skeleton. They have shown a masterwork weapon that deals electric damage. Do you foresee masterwork weapons that feed the prime debt system and opening up options for more builds? I ask because it seems you don't care too much about the weapons. I don't. Uh, (laughs) I don't. Now, if they did that, that'd be kind of cool. But my only thought would be, uh, you usually are priming and then detonating and then waiting for those two abilities to come back. Uh, thank you for two months, evil clown. I appreciate that. I don't think there's gonna be a lot of opportunity for you to prime and then debt with the gun why would you do that I guess I'm just thinking here logically you're you're almost always able to like prime then debt now somebody might be like well you could go all prime and then just keep debting with your weapons but again I don't know why you would do that you know because if you're deading with the gun wouldn't that be weaker than deading with an ability I'm I'm assuming it would be weaker like if you could just dead with weapons and it's just as strong I would think that that would really break the flow of the game it's mainly meant to be focused on the ability so I yeah I don't know we'll have to just wait and see for now I yeah I'll have to wait and see because I could see them doing that I could also see them saying there's ability there's there's weapons that do different elements for different resistances to take down shields and stuff So you're not wasting your ability on a shield. Uh, Zookeeper Chris, thank you for two months, man. Welcome back. Sasquatch, would you like to see legendary weapons that act like primers and detonators? Yeah, we just had that question. Uh, Gorge says, would a new element be a good idea for extra content since there is loot uh, for everyone? Yeah, I mean, I could see them either doing new abilities or elements. I mean, there's a lot of things they could do to extend the content. Blaren says, if two players do one combo, uh, does both combo effects are launched? I don't know. I think if if they're primed and I do the combo and then your detonation hits a second later, I think you don't get the combo. I think I I took it. They're primed. They're detonated. Once they're detonated, I'm pretty sure they are unprimed and need to be primed again. So if they're primed and I launch a missile and it hits and debts and your missiles coming in a second later and it hits, I think you hit them and they are not primed took my debt re yeah so i'm i'm fairly certain you need to be reprimed um i'm 99 sure you can't i'm fairly certain that you can't do it either i think the i think the debt takes the prime away at least that's how it was the other day when we were playing uh buoy says if you were to play alone would you be less enemy spawns or have you increase overall damage to make it easier um, if you're going into strongholds by yourself like I don't know if it lets you do that like turn private on uh, but if you were to do that you're going into content that's not designed for a solo player so I don't think anything has changed for you I think you get your head beat in Now, if people want to really challenge themselves and push themselves, you know those people that are like a glutton for, let's just solo this, let's see if I can pull this off. I think that'll be an option, but I don't know if it's going to be like for the average person. You're not going to want to play solo in a lot of this content. You're going to want to at least let matchmaking throw some homies in your game to at least split aggro. If you're all by yourself, dude, and you get aggroed by like four or five enemies, it's tough. I mean, you, you get hurt very fast yeah doing a combo does way more damage uh it applies it applies like a unique damage buff per javelin like each javelin has a different combo benefit uh and it gives you more ultimate energy uh says, said oh, i read that super adzy are you worried at all about the recent leaks 20 pounds for skins is very expensive bioware has specifically spoken to that specifically the gm of bioware has answered that so all the clickbait youtube videos are basically pointless he said all microtransactions are optional cosmetic only and you can earn them through playing he said the prices in the image are outdated and their ongoing delivery of content features and story are going to come at no extra cost they're going to come at no extra cost so even if people look at pricing and say with you know twenty dollars for skins if the pricing comes out to be close to that fifteen dollars first, it's not a skin, it's an armor, it's an armor set, which means there's multiple pieces in there, so it's four or five pieces of armor, no, it's four, it's four pieces of armor, it's possibly also a texture pack, as well as a nylon, or I'm sorry, a a vinyl, so there's there's potentially multiple things contained in what were peop- what people were calling a skin. There's no such thing as skins in Anthem. There is armor sets. You get if you want each piece of the armor set, you can get them individually. You can get your shoulders, your face, you know your your arms, your chest. You can do them all individually. So there, the the people were guessing on prices. That image represented a combo of things, not just a skin for twenty dollars. And number two. Their pricing structure is set to not have us ever paying for DLC. So. Yeah, the Colossus only has three armor slots because he doesn't have a helmet. It's just his chest. His chest changes both. His, like, his, like, it's, he doesn't really have a helmet. Raz says, Do you think there should be an indicator for the difficulty level in the combat interference so that you can have should be sure heard be sure to have chosen the correct one and make it easier for streamers and viewers to see what difficulty level is played currently um i mean i guess they could put something on the screen i don't know if they need to completely change ui for streamers um i think that there's a lot to be said for uh there's a lot to be said for keeping the ui clean um i don't think it's a big deal Uh, Gundam not sure if this was discussed but uh, are you going to be different ultimates apparently there's plans to potentially do new javelins and ultimates but I've not seen anything official Uh, I am ironic do you know uh, of? do you think they should add an end mission kill counter we gave that feedback there we said end of game stats like a like an after action report would be really exciting to see so, you know, just to see who got the most combos, who who did the most priming, who did the most damage, etc. It would be really really cool uh It would be really really cool. A $50 game and skins for $15, nice, not like this. Again, when you do what so many clickbait YouTubers have done and you focus on one thread of the dis- of that, you 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 come to a bad conclusion. Those $15 skins, $20 skins, $10 skins, whatever they cost, okay? Number one, again, let's say it was 20 bucks. It's not, but let's just imagine it was 20 It represents multiple items, okay? It represents multiple items that are earnable in the game. It represents multiple items that are cosmetic only. These are items in a game that will never charge you for DLC. So, similarly to Fortnite... Once we get two or three months in, you are in what amounts to basically a free game model because you spent 60 and two, three months later, you're not paying for anything to expand the story or the experience. It just, it just, the game just continues on. So... You're not paying for DLC, like, that's why people are like, it's a $60 game, how dare you charge for cosmetics? Well, tell me that in two or three weeks when, two or three months when you're not paying for any DLC. Uh, Kringle says, do you know anything about future PVP content? I don't want PVP in this game. There's no PVP at launch. This game doesn't need it. It needs to maintain its identity. PVP would be a distraction. It would take away developmental bandwidth and it would hurt the identity of the game. It has been a nuisance for destiny for four years. Wrong, but right. Do you see the blast missile did less damage than the seeker missile? I believe they said pure damage abilities will do more raw damage and detonator abilities will do less. Uh, yes, because detonator abilities are supposed to be at their best on a primer, not by themselves. I was I, If you're watching my footage, my footage is terrible. I almost never do combos. Elusive Doc. Not so much on combos. Do you think the XP system is going to pose problems uh, being that you don't gain the XP until the mission or free play is over? I know for the demo I missed on several XP gains Uh, Because of infinite loading screens and having to back out of the game. Seems like EXP should be gained immediately, not when you extract. Apparently that gets fixed when you come back in the game. You just go to free play and leave. You get everything. You get your loot and your XP, but you have to get to that end of mission screen. So you go into free play, end free play, and then it basically does the extraction, and then you get everything. So... Uh, Joe the Burly Gamer, is there any difference in the content from the VIP to the upcoming demo? No. Racer, have you spoken about the different effects each javelin has when they detonate? Yes, I did. I put that in my official talk. It's at the bottom. If you guys are using the link in chat for the primers, it's at the bottom of this image. At the very bottom of this image, the critical damage effect for the, the ranger, you know, one large damage buff for one enemy, the area of effect for the Colossus, the AOE spread for the, the storm and the aura for the, uh, for the Interceptor. Chirk says, do you know the difference between red and yellow health bar? Uh, a yellow bar is armored and red is just like health. And then there's blue for shield. Very similar to Borderlands. Software, why would you ever pick abilities that are neither primer or detonator? We've already addressed this. They're supposed to be larger raw damage. There could be environments where priming and detonating is less effective due to the enemy's resistance or strength or whatever. So there could be environments that make more sense to not prime in debt. There could be challenges or specific bosses where you'd want to have some of that raw damage. I, I honestly don't know. I'm assuming they don't have a ton of abilities. We counted 11 total abilities that don't primer debt. I don't think there's 11 abilities that have no purpose. Flat cannon right on your screen right now doesn't do anything. It's just flag. Um, And see, the interesting thing here is I'm comparing it with Venom Splitter, right? Venom Splitter, they're both power three, right? And the flat cannon, they recharges faster. So it's a 43 with a four recharge. And then the Venom Splitter... Is a is a 74 with a one recharge, so I don't know. You'd have to do some math there. So the flat cannon does less damage but recharges quicker. So maybe its DPS is potentially higher than the spitter. If you're able to shoot it on at, at, at the at the four, I don't again I don't know. Uh, how expensive will the game most likely be and what's your favorite class which one is good on all, all aspects I like the Colossus the game is $60 and the Ranger is probably the more well-rounded kind of can do everything guy is the loot instance yes but as long as you extract you get the loot back if you like get disconnected or something and nobody can pick up your loot uh, Chris Harves did you play the full game version did you feel more polished my the version I played did feel more optimized uh, as far as performance on PC Stormcrow What do you think about being able to change loadouts on the fly? For example, first boss in the raid is susceptible to ice primers uh, of the grenade variety, while the third boss is electricity and missile primer. That would add a lot more depth to the loadouts. But that needs the ability to... No, I I like the ability of going in and that's your loadout. Because what you end up doing is as a team, if you really want to have the optimum strats, you need a well-rounded team that can kind of do everything. So if there are missions where you kind of need... Everyth- everything, well then you better build for everything, you know so, I don't like the the idea of changing loadouts on the fly, I think it's cool to commit to a loadout and have it be it, it's there for the mission, uh, being able to switch your loadout leads to a lot less experimentation you're like, well this one sucks it's too weak and then you just bounce off of it and again, it also doesn't create that need to, you know rely on your team Cause if you're able to switch off of debt, all debt, all prime, or debt and prime, I don't know. I don't feel like you'd lean on your, your team as much as they kind of want you to. Evil clown. So if I was playing with the interceptor, is one combo better than another? We don't know. I believe the combos do similar damage bonuses, so I don't think one combo is better than another. As far as refresh rates on the abilities, maybe, but that's going to be dependent on what you what how it drops and what stats it has. Um... Big Joe, can you tell us about your personal Colossus build and what direction you went with that was available in the demo? Uh, my Colossus build in the demo, I really liked having the rail gun and I forget what else I had. I think just like a, a like a mortar or a missile. And I liked just hitting anything that was primed with a big, with a rail gun. Uh, I, loved de- I loved playing Colossus and detonating, but after everybody started talking about the flamethrower and the Tesla coil, I was like, that sounds great. You got juked. There are rumors saying that BioWare is working on PvP. I'm not thrilled about this news. I feel like PvP will take away from the development for the PvE content, and they'll have to balance everything. What do you think? A lot of people are saying they want PvP. I hope that they're not adding PvP. I don't think it's good for a game like this. If it's totally separate, that'd be the only way to keep it from turning the PvE side into, like, a a mess. Um, Apparently the makers of warframe said they don't know how to balance pvp because of all the abilities and I think very um so the 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 struggle would be so real so it would have to be completely separate and in my opinion why are you making a completely and utterly separate pvp mode that you can't take any of that loot that you've been grinding for in because that'd be the only way right and when you do that, then that just hurts the identity of the game. You're grinding and getting all this dope stuff, then you just I, I just feel like it'd be some half cocked watered down thing that isn't worth putting in. So Cheerg, I notice shielded enemies are kinda immune to elemental debuff. Does it apply to players? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know if you can't get any elemental, like, debuffs on you as long as your shield's up. I'm not sure. Neocache. When priming, do you have to actually tag all enemies one by one, or does that depend on the ability? I'm pretty sure, like, the lightning effect from the Ranger Sword Slam kind of spread out and got multiple people as you saw there, that grenade explosion. All those guys are primed, by the way. So let's rewind the footage here. It's very contextually timed. Um... So I go up here, and right now they're in the webbing, so they're being slowed. And when I throw this grenade, you'll see the explosion, and then there's a combo, and then you'll see there's like a flame symbol above their above their, above their their heads. And that flame symbol above their heads is an indication that they have been primed with a flame, that they're having a damage over time elemental effect on them. So they're primed right now, ready to get hit with a detonator. Um, and... So you don't have to prime them all one by one unless it's an, unless it's a primer that is like that. Like, you have to, like, shoot them individually with the ice darts and stuff. It doesn't spread as far as I know. Byaku said, I saw a video on YouTube where a guy had a full Interceptor melee build, basically frozen Shuyuken or whatever it's called, to prime and then melee to detonate. Then he got the ice aura and everything got ice and he detonated again and so on. It looked insanely strong and he went through everything like it was butter on hard. Do you think that's how the Interceptor will be played? That's a way to play Interceptor, yes. And that's, that's essentially why it's, it's all about the abilities. Because if you watch a guy play like that, you could watch some other dumb dumb play the same mission and try to use their guns the whole time and complain about squishy, spongy enemies, right? So, people complaining about squishy enemies aren't playing the game right. Because as you're saying, on hard, if you play properly with deading and priming, you're melting and cutting through like butter if you have the right gear and the right build. Distracted nerd. Lono, do you think those of us that downloaded the VIP demo will be able to download the open demo? Um, You won't have to download the whole demo, no, but there's an update that apparently has been pushed out for it. Hey, hey, 0505. Do you think that we'll be adding any melee weapons? I have no idea. Everybody has an intrinsic melee attack, though. So I have no idea. By the way, guys, if you're new to the stream and you're enjoying this show, it is live. I'm taking questions. I'm not playing right now. I do this segment called SNTR presents on a regular basis. I pick a topic that's right next to me. I do like a 10 minute talk. So I talked about the combo system and gave a guide on that. That's going to hit YouTube tomorrow so that people can hopefully figure out the combo system before the demo. And then I do a lengthy Q and a session with the community. If you like this style of uh, content, it's like an interactive radio show back and forth. Click that follow button. It's the heart button. That way you don't miss my streams. My goal with destiny 2, division 2, anthem is that when you're here, you're not just watching me play, but I'm giving you an actual show show that you can be a part of so thanks for being here clicking the follow buttons a free and easy way to support uh and thank you for all the great questions mio mecca wow uh, mecca says do you think uh since they had a rough start with the vip weekend it would be nice for those people that played the access to get a new javelin for the free weekend they unlocked all the javelins for you they did they unlocked all the javelins for you so that's a thing that you should have if you played vip Uh, I am ironic. How excited are you that the world around you can help prime and dead enemies? I wish there was in the demo more than anything. I didn't realize the world around can can dead and prime. Are there like barrels and stuff that can do that? I never thought about that. There are barrels. And I'm assuming, I guess, if you explode them, what, it it, it primes them with fire? That's actually interesting because there's barrels in a lot of the places. Uh, Polyphony. I didn't get to play the Colossus in the VIP, but I really want to. Do you feel it gave you a sense of how massive uh, and really how hulkish it was? Again, you gotta get a mod component that increases your armor, because out of the box in the demo, he's not scaled properly because his gear's not set up right. You need a mod component that adds armor and health, and if you can get one that adds a lot, he'll feel proper. If you don't have a mod component that adds armor and health, he will feel like absolute utter garbage. Cheer I've seen enemies with three elemental debuffs at the same time. It's interesting, don't you think? Um, I've not seen that, but it'll be interesting to see if that can maybe give a bigger combo. I don't know. What if you prime with all three elements or something, and it's a boss, and then you hit him with a debt? If you time it right, that could be crazy. I don't know. I don't know if that increases the combo. Uh, Nevromancer. Is this game going to be cross-compatible? Uh, it can be played on all platforms, but there's no cross-play or cross-save. They said they're open to it, but it's not out of the box. No. Do what says are there any visual indicators when an enemy is primed yes there's an elemental effect on them yellow flash do you know on this weekend's demo will we be able to unlock different javelins uh as long as you play long enough yes now they may decide you know halfway through saturday or something to open it up to everybody but for now i don't know if there's any plan to just give you all four they gave the vip demo people all four because of all the problems but you'll have to you'll have to grind and unlock them boy says if you double prime do you get more damage I don't think so but as someone's saying if you put multiple elements on maybe but I, I again I don't think so I think it's one one prime one dead. Um, extremely dark taco I like that I remembered to be what was uh, minimal or now thinking zero fall damage and your javelin how do you feel about this oh I love that you just go flying down to the ground it was great Sneaky Sniper. Do you know if certain primer types uh, pair better with particular detonator types? No, they don't, as far as we know. Evil Clown. Do you think the puzzles in the story will make people play the game more or discourage them more? I think puzzles are fun, as long as they're not insanely difficult, Niobe Labs. Uh, I think puzzles can be really, really fun and satisfying. And as long as there's cool mechanics and things that you're doing that are a little bit differently than just constantly in combat, that can add a little variety and a little bit of spice. Uh, Chris... Harves says, What stats stack? Do multiple of the same components stack? I don't know what you mean. Um, if you have a component with a grenade symbol and it does things to your grenade, and you go to another component slot and you try to add another component that does stuff to your grenade, you can't do that. You have one that does, like, it's got, like, the melee. You try to add another one that's got the little melee fist you can't like stack mod components that do the same thing to get like extra like this one increases by 20% this one's a little bit weaker but it adds 5% you can't do that it'll even tell you and it'll replace the, it'll replace the other one. Uh, Nick Baker does the armor stat reduce damage or just its effect it affects shields uh, armor increases shields but it also felt like yeah it's the shields because your health is the green bar. Uh, Sir, Sir Dialot, do you think they will start charging for DLC in a few years time? If they do, they're going to have a hard time walking that back. They have been very, very clear that future content expansion of the game, future story, and all that is going to be free of charge. Josilla, do you think a score-based PvP could work kind of like Gambit without invading? We've gotten this question so many times, I, like even phrased exactly as you've asked it. I, I'm curious if this is a troll, like. We got this exact same question like two or three times yesterday even phrased this way. Um, I don't think that would appeal to the people asking for PvP. I think it would just be another mode for fans of PvE to enjoy. If you want PvP, a race for score would not satisfy you, I wouldn't think. Porco Rosso says, what would be the best duo uh, of Javelins? Which ones are the most effective together? I think a Storm Colossus build is really good. Not a troll? Man, somebody asked that exact same question yesterday twice. They phrased it exactly the way you did. But again, I gave you your answer. I I don't think that style of gameplay would be uh, appealing to people asking for PvP. And as far as the best duo of Javelins, I really did feel like a Storm and and a Colossus was a great pairing. Colossus is slow moving and more and a little bit more based close to the ground or on the ground and the storm is very floaty and up high. So it was a really, really great comp- great pairing. Uh, Blaker, you probably already answered this, but is there a visual indicator of the enemy once they've been primed? Yes, it's a status effect. Uh, they Did they say everything in the VIP demo users still have in our inventory? Is this correct? I don't think we're losing anything. Yeah, I think that's staying. And then Storm Kamikaze, did you encounter the components bug? HP switches in mid-battle. No, I didn't. I actually hadn't heard of that until just now. So... I'm going to conclude the Q&A there. That's the last question. We can keep taking questions and keep going because um, now we're just getting questions that I literally answered 30 seconds ago. So we may have new people here. I just got one about crossplay and cross-save. I answered that probably one minute ago. So we're getting on that repeat. And that's okay. There is no plan for cross-play or cross-save initially, but they're open to it. So... If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always come in live and take part of these, so click uh, the link below, twitch.tv slash say no to rage, and come hang out. I'm probably live right now, so come hang with us. Uh, If you're here live right now, I'm going to keep streaming, and I'm going to keep talking with you. As with all of my content, if you're listening or watching in the other places, please like, share, and subscribe.